This is the Alchemy of Art podcast, episode 78, The Knights of the Round Table. Our quote of the day was written by Sir Thomas Mallory. He said, enough is as good as a feast. Hello, everyone. The purpose of this podcast is to explore creative ways to transform our lives. Alchemy is the ancient study of changing materials from one thing into another, and we all do this every day. Whether you are a painter, a sculptor, a baker, or a gardener, every choice you make is transforming our world. On this podcast, we explore ways we can change both our physical and spiritual selves for the better. On this podcast, we hunt for the wise balance between accepting what is and taking empowered action. I am an artist. I sign my paintings with the name Vita. I teach online creativity classes and have written a few books, including The Alchemy of Painting, Developing Your Style and Purpose, and The Alchemy of Art Stories for the Classroom. When this podcast first started, it was to share just stories about artists, and that morphed into artist interviews, and now we have expanded our topics of discussion to include ways that everyone can harness their creative energy. Announcements. My latest big project uh, is that I wrote a book that's called Start Selling Your Art, A Guide to Starting a Professional Art Business. So those of you who are interested in going from hobbyist artist to professional artist. This is the book for you. It's a short little book. Um, It is available on Amazon and it's also available as a sound recording on Audible. So again, that's Start Selling Your Art, A Guide to Starting Your Professional Art Business. As always, you can go to my website, which is studioalchemy.art. You can sign up for my newsletter to hear all of the latest uh, exciting news that I have going on and to see the latest paintings when I send out my newsletter. And now for our topic of the day, the Knights of the Round Table. This is a kind of a funny topic, um, and it's inspired by a project that I recently did. There were several things that inspired this project, okay? The first thing was that I recently was awarded a grant, and uh, it's called the On-Ramp Fellowship. It's with the Indiana Arts Commission. And for that, I took a a class where we uh, learned a lot about art business and how to write a good grant proposal and how to um, create a project that would be engaging with the community and would also be upping our game um, and bringing our art businesses to the next level, if you will. So it was a great class I took up in Gary, Indiana um, with a wonderful set of folks there. And uh, (laughs) I... I loved that idea of community, the challenge of how can I take my artwork and what I'm doing and then bring in the community. And one of the things they said in in the class was, I mean, there's so many different ways that you can engage community with art projects. You know, it could be that uh, other people in the community, students, whoever, come in and help you create the art thing. 
or it could be, you know, whatever that project is that you made, coming up with ways to get uh, either feedback or other people's thoughts, or maybe they can use the materials that you created for the project in an engaging way that is bringing people together. And um, and I just loved the challenge. You know, they challenged us to come up with community building ways uh, to incorporate into our, our art projects. And so I, I was thinking about that community and then I also was thinking about King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. So as, as many of you know, there's the Arthurian legends from medieval England uh, where King Arthur has all of these knights and they, um, you know, they have quests for the Holy Grail and, and different, you know, fights that they have to fight the noble fight for you know uh, but um one of the things i love about the Arthurian legends is this idea and image of the round table so um in the mort de arthur which is um mort de arthur means the death of arthur uh, this was a book that was written in 1485 by Sir Thomas Mallory. It was a, the title, the Mort d'Arthur. That's French, right? But um, but it's actually written in Middle English. And um, for those of you who love linguistics and the history of English, this is the same form of English that Chaucer's Canterbury Tales were in. So it sounded really different than what we have today. So, you know, the first lines of the Canterbury Tale are, Van that April with the shore sota, the drogt of March hath pierced to the rota. That's English. And English has just changed so much over the past 500 years that it, it's, I studied it in college as a second language and took a great course on um, on Middle English literature. And we read the Canterbury Tales and we read from the Mort to Arthur. Um, at any rate, so one of the things that they they talk about in the Mort to Arthur is that Arthur the king wanted to have a round table, a table where all of his knights and he could sit and everyone would be equals at the table. There's no, um, you know, throne at the, t at the head of the room where the king is way above anybody else. He wanted to embody that spirit of the community, um, all coming together at the same level. And it's, it's essentially saying too that everyone in his knightly community, he wanted them to know that they were all equally valued and what they had to say was equally important. And I love that concept. So so imagine that I, you know, I'd had this challenge with the on-ramp to do more community engagement things. And then I had um, this notion of King Arthur's round table and in my studio so I have I have a little studio that's a historic studio it was built um, you know 130 years ago or so in downtown Indianapolis I've renovated the space and I've added a lot of murals to the doors and the cabinetry and things like that and I want to keep adding things to it that are really rich and symbolic 
and are embodying what I want to see here in this space. So um, I have all these things swirling around in my head and we have a pillar in the middle of my classroom at the studio where I teach my art classes. And it's just a beam that kind of comes down through the middle of the room. It's kind of in the way I felt. I thought, well, what if I put something around that beam? And then I was taking a walk one day and there was a table that somebody had left to the side of the road to be, you know, thrown out. And so it's kind of upside down in the dirt. And it's one of those drop leaf tables where you can pull it apart. And I said to myself, ooh, I could pull it apart and cut a little hole where the beam is in the middle of my room and then put that table in the middle of the room going around the beam. And it is a round table in and of itself. And so I said to myself, ooh, what if my little round table, it has elements on it that I could paint that would be representative of the different people in my community and people who are, you know, coming together here all as equals, all to share what's important to them and incorporating the symbols that that they um, think are important. So what I did is our first get-togethers here that were in-person that hadn't, you know, we hadn't had in-person classes for a while, had in-person classes, and I said to the folks who came, hey, put your hand down on the table. I'm going to trace your hand. So I traced their hands on there, and then I asked each person, what is your favorite symbol, a symbol that represents you? And then I took what they said, their favorite symbol, and I put that symbol in a circle inside the handprint. So now I have in my studio a round table that's at the center of the room, and on it there are handprints from a bunch of different people who've come here together in our space to create art together. And they have a handprint and they have a symbol of what's important to them inside the handprint. So uh, this project that I created, it was just inspired by a lot of different things. It was coming from the on-ramp program that I did and ideas from King Arthur and this old story. Um, and then I hear I created something new and fresh. And I thought I would share this story with you here today because, um, you know, I just thought it, it was so inspiring to think of ways to build community and ways to really state how can I make it clear that everyone is equal who comes here and that I value what everybody has to say. Um, you know, and King Arthur in the stories, uh, he made that round table so that everyone would know that they were valued. And, and I just think that's a wonderful way to to make an idea concrete, to, to have a, a symbol of representation of what it is we want to see. Um, so uh, I challenge you, my you know question of the day, I always like to have a little prompt at the end where it's like, okay, you think about this, how can you apply this to your life? Um, what are ways that you could incorporate community into your artwork or whatever projects, creative projects are going on in your life? How could you 
incorporate other people and how could you incorporate them in a way that's really showing them how much you care and how much you value them and uh, I'd love to hear your ideas you know maybe maybe this prompted some of you to come up with something new I do think at you know this time of this whole coronavirus and everybody being socially distanced and separated from each other with you know a computer in between us in in so many instances it has distanced us right um and yet i'm i've been touched in the ways when people have come together despite the the forced distancing over the past year and a half i mean i just i think it's been really interesting to see um you know for example one friend said that she went to a funeral that was done over zoom i mean i can't funeral over zoom that sounds really impersonal to me and yet she said it was really moving because um, she could see the people who were talking and giving the little speeches she could see their faces and the emotion in their faces and that it was one of the most touching funerals she had ever gone to and so she cried <laughs> you know so I mean I, I do think that there are ways if we get creative we can we can pull together with the community even when we're forced to be a little separate. And also, you just what are ways when where you could be doing what you're doing but asking other people for help, asking people for support because you might need it. <laughs> you might need help and support. Um, so how can you make that happen both uh, symbolically and on the ground level? Um, one other teeny little note that I wanted to add about about King Arthur and the legend of the round table, and that is that, you know, sometimes in the legends there was a, a dozen or so knights, and then other times it's a thousand plus, which I think is kind of funny. Um, there's this, this just in the different retelling of the story, there's a wide range of how many people were sitting at the round table. But always, there's one seat that they left empty. Okay, And they left that one seat empty so that whoever found the Holy Grail would be able to come and sit there um, once their quest was over. I like the idea of leaving one seat permanently empty so that if a guest came that you weren't expecting, they would be able to sit down. And I was quite pleased because, um, you know, around the round table, I have all these these tables that are set up for our art classes. And I had a get together the other day with the some of the folks who were in my on-ramp program that I was just telling you about. And we had it, we, we had a like brainstorming session and, and filling each other in on where our projects are and whatnot. And um, and I had one extra seat and I said to myself, well, that's okay, you know, it's like King Arthur, I've got one extra seat that's available for whatever guest, uh, you know, <laughs> um, lonely knight who has been on his quest suddenly bursts through the door i've got the space for him right so um and then um there was um somebody who came with another person who came to the group and um and that seat was available for them if they wanted it so i like the idea of always having room for the unexpected guest and symbolically leaving that chair open. 
interesting idea, huh? And let's talk about the quote of the day. So the quote of the day was said by Sir Thomas Mallory in the Mort de Arthur book. He said, enough is as good as a feast. Um, and, you know, part of me, I just wanted to find a good quote, something that was really just beautifully said from Sir Thomas Mallory's book, because that's what we're talking about today, the Knights of the Round Table. I see a thread here with this quote and tying it back to everything I've been thinking and feeling lately about community. Enough is as good as a feast. What does that mean? It means that if we have a meal and it fills up our belly, that is just as good as having a huge Thanksgiving feast where we stuff ourselves full because we had enough. We can sustain. We can keep going. And I think it's a good attitude to have. We don't have to have an overabundance. We just need enough. We just need enough. And um, when I think about community lately, you know, there have been times in the past year and a half when I've felt a little lonely and wanted to have that community connection with people. And more recently, I've had you know, just a, a few just wonderful, really intense, great connecting sessions, connecting sessions or get-togethers <laughs> with other people. And it has filled my cup, you know, and it's enough. Like, it, I mean, it would be great to go back to the, I'm, I'm really looking forward to big parties again. I want us to have the roaring 20s, yes. But right now, I, I feel that these these little get-togethers that I've gone to, it's been enough. It's, it's good enough. And I'm really thankful for them. So enough is as good as a feast. Our belly is full. Well, I hope that you have found today's funny topic inspiring. This concludes the Alchemy of Art podcast. May these thoughts and stories comfort and heal your spirit. May you be filled with inspiration. May you be like the lotus flower and build your home in the muddy water. May you find your voice. <laughs>